Welcome to the Fab and Flawed Podcast. I'm Jen of Genro Coaching, and I'm a certified life coach. My goal is to help you find the thoughts that are holding you back and access the thoughts that will move you forward. Let's go. Hey, everyone. It's Jen Rowe, certified life coach, and now proudly and newly fully certified from the Life Coach School, which is, to me, the best life coaching school in the world. Um... It's run by Brooke Castillo, who's a, a major leader in, in thought and in thought work. It's been an absolute incredible journey. Um, prior to that, I was certified at um, Integrative Wellness Academy, which um, was also a really solid um, place to study life coaching. Um, really quick, uh, the difference between the two schools are um, the... Integrative Wellness Academy really takes a holistic approach to the four systems of, you know, people's well-being, including spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical health. And they do a lot of coaching um, from that perspective of everything has to be in balance for a person to be completely in balance. Um, there's a lot of coaching from uh, giving giving advice, like, you know, here's what maybe you want to eat, and maybe this is what you should do. So there's a lot of more um, action-oriented advice giving, so to speak. Um, and there's definitely a time and place for that type of coaching. But what I love about the Life Coach School, it's really all about thought work and all of the thoughts that really hold us back. And I would argue that even in the four modality approach of spiritual, mental, physical, and emotional, you can't really achieve any of those things without working on the thoughts first. You can tell somebody that they should cut out dairy, or you could can tell somebody to do keto, or you could tell somebody uh, to start an exercise program. You could give people advice, but until they really conquer the thoughts behind it, and getting their brain on board with whatever their goals are, it really is hard to make those changes stick. And in any case, with all that said, I'd like to dive right into what today's topic is. Today, I want to talk to you about the future and the past. Um, there's a thing that we learned um, at Life Coach School called being future focused and being past focused. And this is a really important concept to grasp. And it was a really important concept for me to grasp and really start to wrap my head around. So what a lot of people do, well, first of all, growing up, when you're a kid, we're all pretty much future focused. We don't have, we have so many things to look forward to. We don't have lots of track records behind us. So as a kid, I would say probably all the way, and even as a young adult, you have things you're future focused on. You're future focused on graduating school, getting your first job, going to college, getting married, having children, buying your first house, getting your first car, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of those things, all of those things are typically in the future. You're 10 years old and you're thinking about someday you're going to college and someday you're going to be, you know, an art teacher or someday you're going to, you know, whatever. Right. So as a young adult and, and younger, we are typically future focused. And then for a lot of us, as all of those things get checked off the list, we get the career, we graduate school, we've, uh, we bought the house, we've had the children, we got married, whatever it is. Then all of a sudden, our brain starts to do the sneaky little thing called becoming more past focused. And there's 
a real danger in being past focused um, for a lot of reasons. Um, number one, what happens when we're past focused is unfortunately because of the way our human brains work, we often don't look back at the past for motivation, but more of evidence on why we can't do something. So for example, if you are trying to lose weight and you're in your 40s or your 50s or 30s or whatever, and you've lost weight a couple of times in your life, your brain might want to go to the past to create evidence that you see, we never keep the weight off, right? Um, and it's a sneaky little thought because it's probably also in there with a million other thoughts. You might also have some positive thoughts like, oh, you see, we can do this because we've lost weight before. But ultimately, if you're not really being aware of what's going through your brain, the sneaky thought of we're never going to keep it off anyway will be one of those little self-sabotagers that'll pop up along the way and can really undermine you. Um, a little story for me, um, I was finding myself very past focused. In fact, when I wanted to join a life coach school, um, I went to this event called Become a Coach Week that Brooke Castillo was hosting so you could learn about being a coach. And, you know, it was a dream of mine to go to the life coach school. It's on my life. It's on my dream board. It's been something I've always fantasized about, but it's it's a little bit expensive. I mean, very expensive for me. Um, and I wasn't sure I wanted to make that investment. And part of the reason why I didn't want to make that investment is I didn't trust myself to be able to actually build a business. I didn't trust myself to be able to replace that money necessarily. Like what if I'm bankrupt? It's so much money to hand over. And the reason why my brain was going to all of those things was because I was past focused. I was looking at previous businesses that didn't succeed the way I would have liked them to have. I was looking at past experiences, even as a life coach, where I kind of was like, you know, love it, love it, love it. But it was not like I really jumped with both feet in to build a business. It was more of like a hobby business at that time. And I was using my past against me. And during that become a coach week, Brooke Castillo invited us to kind of bring our drama to the table. And I was one of the lucky ones to get coached by her. And she asked me what was holding me back. And I started to tell her how I had failed in the past, all of these failures I had in the past. And she stopped me and she said, why does your past have anything to do with your future? And I was like, well, it's because clearly I've done this before and blah, blah, blah. And she said, but you don't have to buy into that story you could also tell another story of how you've overcome things in the past and these things have made you better suited for business that you know not what not to do now you know all of these things and it really struck me because i was like huh and this pops up for me in a lot of places in my life even on my own weight loss journey there's a little part of me that pops up with hey you've lost a lot of weight in the past and you've always gained it back so exactly that example i was saying you know a couple of minutes ago has really showed up in my own life so i mentioned all of this because i think it's really critical for us all to understand how devastating and how limiting it could be for you overall if you keep looking to your past now it's not to say that you know there's not some good ways to look at your past. Like if you are going to look at your past and, and look at through a lens of curiosity, um, what didn't work for me? Like what didn't work when I was launching my other businesses? I've done a lot of work on that. 
And I know where they went wrong. And I know the failures, uh, why I hit those walls. And I feel like that's going to make me better in the future, right? Um, I could look back to my past on why did I gain weight, weight back? Or why did this happen? And I could use that from a place of, again, being very curious, like an investigator and using it not to treat myself like an asshole <laughs> and say I can't do something anymore, but to really use as an opportunity to learn. So if you look at the past with a, you know, a, a curious lens and, and a compassionate lens, you can also use it in, in the right ways. I could arguably say that, hey, I can do anything I set my mind to. At one point, it was 250 pounds and I lost over 100 pounds and ran um, you know, like countless half marathons and three full marathons, made a movie, a documentary about running. I mean, there's a lot of things that I can use my past to actually point to and say, you've done some great things. So why are you putting your eggs in the basket of, you see, this is why I can't do something instead of putting my eggs in the basket of this is why I can. So in any case, so when it comes to being past, I want you to think about not being past focused when it comes to results in your future, especially if you're going to look at your past for evidence of why you can't do something, if that makes sense. Um, and another reason why I think we have to be really, really careful of being stuck looking towards the past is because it really can keep you in a place of shame and negative emotion and guilt and judgment. And those are not particularly productive feelings. Um, of course, all of these feelings probably have its time and place. I mean, if you've, you know, hurt somebody intentionally, I think you should have probably a little bit of guilt and shame. Process it though, and then, you know, move forward because staying there is not going to serve you. It doesn't really serve the other person either. You know, you get no extra credit for staying in shame and guilt or judgment of yourself longer than you have to, right? And here's a really good example of that. Um, very recently, I launched um, a new program. It's going to be a, a coaching workshop, and I invited some people to join me. Um, I was in one of the groups that I um, manage and, and, and uh, sorry, manage and also manage and also admin of, sorry, I couldn't get that out for some reason. I'm getting all tongue tied, but I posted something about, you know, being a life coach with the life coach school. And I also posted how, um, you know, I, I want to help other people. And it's like, there's a small clock cost involved to do that workshop, which, you know, I don't feel bad about because this is my livelihood. I'm building a coaching business. I've spent a lot of money to get trained. I've spent countless hours coming up with the curriculum and writing up all of the worksheets and, and outlining the course and, you know, paying for the, you know, the hosting platform and all of the things. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's a unfair exchange, but in any case, I put it up in this Facebook group and immediately first one woman told me I was just trying to get people's money and scamming people for money. And it was disgusting. And a life coach school is in a real school. And, you know, if, I looked towards my past, I would have felt like, oh, you know, oh my God, maybe she's right. Maybe, you know, I shouldn't be charging people. Maybe I should just help people for free, you know, for the rest of my life. Right. So th that was one thing. And then another thing was um, when I, in my old business, we did have investors. So I had an old business called From Fact to Finish Line. A lot of you guys probably know of that group or maybe found me through that group. And um, we had investors. We had opened up the business to investors. We, 
loved that business heart and soul we were all in all of our personal money was all in we rolled up our sleeves we tried several things to make that 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 business work we wanted to make money for ourselves we wanted to make money for the, the investors we wanted to have amazing programs for our members we wanted to really change the world right we went into it with so much love and heart for the people. It was never about the money, that business. And of course, somebody immediately came in and said, well, I was an investor and, you know, I don't believe in you anymore. Right. So if I was to look to the, to the past and really sat, still sat in looking to the past and I felt bad. I mean, horrible. I mean, I sat in self-judgment over the failure of that business and not being able to repay the investors. I sat in shame for years, probably part of the reason why I gained a lot of my weight back and stopped running for a good period of time. I sat there in judgment and negative emotion and guilt and shame for, for a long time. And I had to work really hard to process all of that and finally forgive myself. And I had to look towards the future. So if I was still looking back at the past and sitting in that judgment and I got that comment, I would be like, she's so right. And what would I do? I would stop podcasting. I'd stop offering workshops and stop trying to help people because I was still looking to the past to define my future and letting somebody bring up my past and define my future, right? So, and it's not to take away, that person has a 100% right to feel that way. Any investor has a 100% right to feel um, not thrilled with the results of what happened to that business. I don't blame them one bit, but for me, and they get to feel that way. But I also get to feel okay with where I'm at now. I get to look towards the future. I get to look at the past and, yes, still feel some emotion about that. But I don't have to look to the past and send judgment and shame and a sense of uh, failure for the rest of my life if I want to move forward. And ultimately, I believe that my coaching, my podcast, you know, whether people do free workshops or paid workshops or work on with me one-on-one or just listen to this podcast for free, whatever they do with me, I'm here to help people because I know that I have a lot of my, my own messy shit that I've worked out along the way. And I want to help other people work out their messy shit too. So <laughs> with that rant, sorry about that. But with all that rant said, my point here is if I kept looking to the past, I couldn't help anybody in the future. And my goal really, and my mission is to help people in the future, bottom line. And not only do I have to keep myself out of looking towards the past, I can't let other people drag me back to the past. I can apologize. I can make amends the best I can, and I have to move forward. Right. And you do too. So, and not only do you want to move forward for yourself, but you also want to forgive people from your past. You don't want to sit holding on to things for years and years because that those people are not suffering. You are. When you're looking to the past and you're blaming an ex or blaming a, a teacher or whatever for any of, you know, anything that happened back then, you that, that person's not affected, but you are. So, you know, I really encourage you to start looking towards your future self for better results and for better emotions. And I think a healthier, you know, um, a healthier outlook overall. So here's some ways that I think would be really helpful for you to sometimes uh, get out of the past. So for me, the first thing is, is I start to look towards my future self. And whenever I'm stuck, and whether it's my weight loss journey, or building my business or coaching or whatever it is, I always take a minute to ask myself, what does 
future Jen say about this? What's the best version of Jen sitting out there have to say about what's happening right now? And I look towards her for wisdom and guidance and what she has to say, because she's the one who's waiting for me. Past Jen is is done. She's in the past. I love her. I, I thank her for, you know, her service. <laughs> I thank her for the lessons I've learned as messy as they may have been. But the future Jen is the one waiting for me, right? So I look towards her and I ask her, what do you want me to do? And the other thing I will do with future Jen is future Jen will write me letters. And I love this exercise. This is something I also learned at the Life Coach. It's really great to kind of Ask your future self to write you a letter and give you all the advice. If you were to lose weight, if you were to build a business, if if you were to become that version that you really are dreaming of, what would that letter say? What would she tell you to do? She, what kind of advice? My future self says, don't give up. My future self says, don't be afraid to m- make mistakes. My future self says, it's okay if not everybody is going to be on board or like you, or it's going to throw punches, or it's going to, you know, not believe in life coaching or the life coach school. I don't, those people don't matter to me, because my future self keeps reminding me that what matters for in this regard is the people you're going to help. My future self says it doesn't matter if you feel a little bit want want because you didn't eat the extra piece of pizza because my future self is going to be like you're you go girl now we're at goal so i always look to my future self and i like to write a letter at least you know for like a year out i'll do a year um a lot of times i'll have my future self a week out when i have a challenging week i'm like okay well what does next monday jen want to look like oh god i'm getting tongue-tied today <laughs> what does future jen from a week from today say want this week to look like? What would she say? And it could just be, and a lot of times it's just quick bullet points. If you, a Jen a week from now would like to have lost a pound. The the Jen a week from today would have liked to have, you know, done a podcast. Uh, the Jen a week from today would have liked to have made the phone call and followed up with a friend, whatever it is, because it's almost like um, an interesting way of doing a to-do list. But it makes it a little bit more personal and it really like kind of like um, connects you a little bit more to that to do list because it's not just crossing stuff off of a to do list. It's actually serving your future self. So I really um, that's been a really helpful um, thing for me. So the only other thing is you're going to you know, the past is going to catch up to you once in a while. You're going to want to look to the past for any kind of evidence about things not working out or why things can't happen. Just really be careful about um, catching that because I think that it's been a game changer for me is to stop looking for evidence on why I can't do things and start using it as a real tool to why I can do things. And I'll leave you with this. I have a friend, Sharon, who's also a coach from the Life Coach School, and you can find her at Shannon Stroop Coaching. She, um, has an Instagram. Um, that's her Instagram is Shannon Stroop Coaching. But she put this on her Instagram the other day, and I thought it was just perfect. She said, you cannot suffer the past or the future because they do not exist. What you are suffering is your memory and your imagination. And I thought that was brilliant. I think it's absolutely true. I think it's one of those things where remember to live in the moment. Um, and I mean, her the last part about uh, suffering imagination. Um, again, I think that you can look to, towards the future. I love looking towards the future, but don't 
And what she means by this quote is not looking ahead to your future and making it mean something bad's going to happen. It's like when we're worried about the weather next month or you're worried about what your boss might say next week. Like, so I think the point with that is as much as you want to not make the past <laughs> mean something about you, you also don't want to start to like uh, make the future doomed because you you're you're basing it on past experience. Look to the future with bright eyes, bushy tail. You got this. I mean, the sky is the limit. Just control those thoughts. Be really aware of them, and never be afraid to uh, to challenge yourself on that. You know, um, it's just something you might want to look into journaling on, and it's been something that's been super helpful for me. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and i will talk to you soon thanks for listening if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to my show so you'll never miss an episode apple users reviews are always appreciated and for more information on coaching events or just to say hi please visit me at my website at genrocoaching.com <laughs>